0: All right, this is Inner City Press's podcast for today, Thursday, May 20th, 2021. At the Southern District of New York Courthouse, we've been covering more than 10 cases, but today we're going to focus, I think for the first time in this format, on the IMF. Early today, well, it was an embargoed briefing at 9.30, maybe not that early, but uh, we put in some questions. We were, uh, the IMF conducts these briefings every two weeks we had a big question about El Salvador, where the IMF seems poised to give 1.3 billion dollar program right after the president uh, and his party fired a bunch of judges and the attorney general. So we decided to ask that question. One about Sudan and what, what President Macron had announced as a big uh, benefit it hasn't actually happened yet. And a criticism by Macky Sall that the IMS approach to Africa is just a drop in the bucket. So have some audio for once, and this is how we asked it, at least. Um, I'm sure you'll have something on this. There was a lot of news about Sudan coming out of the, the, the AU meeting. and it, what's, what's the status of actually getting the, getting them back on track uh, uh, with the IMF? Has the money actually come through? And I also wanted to ask you about El Salvador. It said that, that um, they're, they're wanting a program of like $1.3 billion. There's obviously been some serious... Uh, 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 quick changes to the judiciary there and to the Attorney General. I don't know if it's a political question, what you were saying to Rafael. I guess I'm wondering in terms of kind of rule of law and the independence of state institutions, is there any thinking at the IMF, or have you heard particular member states have been asked by human rights groups to to take action on this? Now as an aside, we'll stop there with a longer question, and I'm realizing it's a bit absurd to do it this way, but we've asked the same thing about Honduras. We've asked how can just dole out funds to Juan Orlando Hernandez um, narco president of the state uh, you may want to help the country but when the leadership that you're handing the money to is deeply corrupted you've got a problem. Now to finish not to finish this out, I don't know, we're experimenting with this. Um, this was the end of uh, Gary Rice the, uh, Jerry Rice the um, spokesman of the IMF's answer on Sudan and then a reiterated question about dropping the bucket
1: Summit on Africa Financing concluding in Paris uh, just on uh, Tuesday. Kristalina Georgieva was there. Um, She talked about it. Um, And um, there was another another question.
0: Drop in the bucket was the was the quote I was asking to respond to. Macky Sall called it a drop in the bucket. Thirty three of the six hundred and fifty billion.
1: I, I, I will. I will come to that, uh, oh, okay. to Matthew. I was just going to say another colleague is asking about this. Davison Cayo in Zimbabwe. I just want to recognise Davison, and he's also asking about this scale of uh, funding for Sub-Saharan Africa, which, which I think is, a, is the gist of, of uh, what you're talking about, too, Matthew. So let me let me come to it. Um, a couple of things. Over the last year. Just in terms of the IMF and, and, and Africa, we have provided, as I've mentioned here before, 13 times our average annual lending to sub-Saharan Africa in this past year.
0: So, just as an aside, it might be that if what you started with was too low, even when you increased it by 13 times, it still might be a drop in the bucket. But... We'll we'll let it go there. You can find the whole thing on the IMF's website. Now, what I want to point out is there he did say not only was he taking inner-city press's questions, but he took a question from a journalist in Zimbabwe. Now, you'd think that the UN would do that, but it doesn't. It's banned inner-city press from any questions, whether Sudan, Honduras, or the corruption of Antonio Guterres, and it only takes questions from a bunch of sleepy, largely retired state media people that happen to be in New York and to go in there and just sit around. Or now they can do it from their homes. The, the spokesman, Stefan de Jarek, does it from his home. It's a decro- decaying, decrepit, and corrupt organization. I'd still like to go up. i am not like to. I demand my right to go in and ask the questions. Because people send me que- uh, information that gives rise to questions that should be asked from Cameroon, Honduras, Haiti. And there is no reason that the UN should be shielded from this, particularly by the U.S. mission to the UN. Linda Thomas-Greenfield, that we just put some video up about. It's too much. The ambassador of the U.S. to the U.N. is supposed to represent the U.S. to the U.N. and make sure that it can be covered to root out corruption, not to propagandize to the U.S. about the U.N.'s supposed good works, which are fewer and fewer. Okay, the five-minute drill. Inner City Press, Matthew Russell Lee, to be continued.